The journey into motherhood and beyond is a time of huge transition in a woman's life. It's one that I've been through myself and something that I support a lot of my clients with in terms of their health and well-being. Of course, many of my clients come to me because they want to heal post-birth and get back into exercise. And the phrase to feel my old self again crops up time and time again. We all want to feel some connection to the woman we were before we became a mum, but it's inevitable that we're going to change. And for many of us, that can be a hard adjustment to make. So today I'm joined by Lindsay Lally, the founder of The Happy Mum Coach, where she helps busy working mums to have balance and live the life they love. She's also the creator of The Happy Mum Community, which supports new mums in the first year of motherhood, bringing new mums together and giving them access to masterclasses, which support them on their journey at this time of huge transition. And we're going to be talking all about how you can have a healthy relationship with yourself while also giving to everyone else around you. Welcome to the Busy Woman's Guide to Fitness and Wellness podcast, bringing you a weekly dose of fitness and wellness inspiration as we explore together how to get motivated and create a realistic and achievable way to stay active within a busy life while stepping away from guilt and the diet roller coaster for good. Together, we'll unpack some of the myths and unhelpful messages from the traditional fitness and diet industry so that you can find a better, kinder, more helpful way to fit exercise and wellness strategies into your life, improve your confidence and feel amazing. I'm your host, women's fitness and wellbeing coach, Alex Hubble, founder of ChickFit, mum of two, and a firm believer that exercise and eating well can go hand in hand with chocolate, wine, and lots of rest to create a happy life. You can find out more about me at chickfit.co.uk or head to my social media channels at Alex Chickfit. Before I get started today, I just wanted to share with you a little bit about my brand new free Facebook group, The Busy Woman's Guide to Fitness and Wellness. Come over and join us if you want to welcome more confidence and wellness into your life, you want to look after your health and well-being, and you want to empower yourself to build fitness and wellness into your routine to support this. One that's going to work around a busy life in a kinder, more realistic and more sustainable way. You'll find the link in the show notes and I would absolutely love to see you over there. Hello and welcome back. So good to have you here again. Now, today is one for the mums out there. And while we'll talk a little bit about the transition into motherhood, a lot of what we'll be talking about today is actually applicable to mums at all ages and stages. My kids are now 12 and 9, so the early days of motherhood feel like a pretty distant memory to me these days. However, I'm also very aware that we all go through lots of different stages and that each stage involves certain adjustments. And while my kids are a lot older now, I'd still say that finding the balance between my own identity and my identity as a mum can sometimes be a little bit tricky, which is why I've got Lindsay in today to talk to us a little bit about this early adjustment of self and the various adjustments that we go through as the kids get older. So hello, Lindsay. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, Alex. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here today. Good, good. Yeah, I've been really looking forward to our conversation today as I think that the idea of our own individual identity and relationship with ourselves is something that can be very difficult to separate sometimes from our identity as a mum. And that can cause issues at times and sometimes I think make us feel a bit like we do lose our own identity along the way. But before we get into all of that, I'd love for you to introduce yourself and let us know a little bit about exactly what you do and the kind of people that you work with. Yeah, sure. So my name is Lindsay Lally and I am the founder of the Happy Mum Coach and the Happy Mum Community, which is a more recent offering that I offer to my clients. And 
you know, essentially I, I support mums in that motherhood space and the community that has recently been born is very much there to support new mums as they transition into that new role that they have. But I also support mums a bit further down the line with coaching, one-to-one coaching. It's really important because we've got so many mums out there who are balancing careers, motherhood, like you say, missing and, and losing their identity along the way. So it's very much around how we can bring ourselves back to you know ourselves and and keep that identity and and keep pursuing our own dreams and we so we don't really you know end up getting lost in that motherhood journey so that's my focus and you know I talk a lot about overwhelm and simplicity in our life and I'm excited to dive in deeper today and talk a little bit more about that excellent so obviously a lot of the work you do with mums is during that transition time into being a first-time mum and from what I remember all those years ago it was a pretty big shock to the system so what do you find are the things that women struggle with most at that time in their lives I mean, yeah, I mean, it's just a huge time for transition. And I think speaking to the mums inside my my community on a very regular basis, they feel very overwhelmed. I think there is a huge shift in their expectations versus reality. I think, you know, we as mums, as you know, when we first find out we're pregnant, everyone congratulates us and tells us what amazing mums were going to be but no one really kind of tells us about the the ins and outs of motherhood so I think the when you land in that in that space uh you know bearing one 24 hours earlier you're pregnant and all of a sudden you have this baby that's reliant on you who gets overtired who needs feeding and you're kind of a constant on that cycle I think people don't tell you about that so they don't have that readiness for that for that period and you know I think when we're pregnant especially for that first time it's all geared towards getting the nursery set up preparing ourselves first but we don't really prepare ourselves for motherhood not in not mentally anyway and you know I think that we appreciate that we're going to be really tired when we become mums but we don't really know what that's like until we actually land there and I think you know it's it's that transition and I think we as a society we just expect mums to get to get on with it and I think when we you know when we land in that space it they feel very alone and they're wondering whether everyone else feels like this and they don't feel like they want to share that they're feeling a certain way because they should feel grateful that they're that, that you know they're new mums and you know all this stuff is so normal but we don't talk about it so they feel alone so you know that's something that I'm really focused on with the community is just bringing a lot of that to the forefront and, and normalize a lot of stuff that you know that women are feeling in that time of their lives yeah definitely I think um one of the things that I remember from back at that stage when I had my daughter especially she was my first baby and I remember the first six weeks or so just not really like I loved her but it was in a very practical way if that makes sense but it's not something you'd say to people like yeah everybody goes oh so in love I'm so in love with my you know my beautiful baby and I was like thinking hang on a minute I I love this this baby and I will do anything and everything for them but I wasn't quite feeling what people were talking about and actually for me it wasn't until her first smile when she was about six weeks old and it all changed and suddenly I was like oh my god I know what everyone's talking about now but it took that little bit of time to get there and and yeah that was one of the things that I remember struggling with a little bit was because it was all about the practicalities of breastfeeding which I found hard and you know lack of sleep and all these kind of things and I was so consumed with all of that that everything else just sort of um went paled into the background I guess 
But yeah, it's those kind of things I think it's really important to be very open about because I'm sure, but I know lots of other mums feel like that, but they don't necessarily talk about it, you know? No, I completely agree. And I think it's not really, you know, when we first have our babies, they don't really do a lot. They they cry and they and they get hungry, but they don't give anything back. And I think that there was one of the mums in my community that the other day that was saying, you know, I'm still you know, in pain from having my C-section and I'm breastfeeding my baby and I'm finding it really, really hard, but Mm -hmm. I feel like I should be enjoying it. And I had to point out to her that she's just had a C-section and she's struggling to breastfeed. So what part of that is enjoyable? (laughs) You know, so I think there's just about normalizing some of it and actually, you know, letting mums know that their feelings are valid. Like you just said that we might not be enjoying it, but the expectation is the minute your baby's born, you know, you should feel very grateful and very happy and, you know, have that influx of, of, of love and, you know, and, and enjoy every moment. And actually we, so many women don't. Yeah. And it sets you up for that, for life really, doesn't it? It's not just the newborn phase, it's at all phases of your child's life. You always feel like there's something you're doing wrong and something that, you know, you're, you're not doing that other mums must be doing so much better than you. And I think, you know, one of the things you do talk about is actually how mums can simplify their lives a little bit to make the day-to-day lighter. So the talking is really important, but actually, you know, there are some some other steps that we can take to help it to feel less heavy on us. And of course, that applies to all stages of motherhood. Um, You know, so many of us feel like we just don't have it under control, really. So what would be the top areas that you would recommend looking at simplifying I would. I, I always take it as a holistic view. I think the first place to start, especially if you are the type of person that feels under pressure to keep their house in order, if you have a visitor coming around, which inevitably we, we do as, as as new mums, and even when our children get older, you know, we have play dates and whatnot. You know, if we under that expectation that the house must be super tidy all the time, I often say to my mums, especially if I speak to a, a pregnant woman, is just declutter your home so that actually you're not under that pressure all the time to spend an hour or two cleaning just get it to a place where you can maintain it so that when your baby is sleeping and you want to sleep but you're conflicted against that or tidying your house you can just spend 20 minutes doing that and actually then resting so that often that takes a huge amount of overwhelm away if we can just declutter our home and only have out what we need but I'd say that there's other areas of our life that we can do that you know I think simplifying our diary saying no to things that we don't want to do that aren't you know what can we say no to things you know especially there's things that not bring us joy you know I think we're under a lot of pressure especially you know in the time that we're in at the moment you know we're just coming out of lockdown there's a lot of expectation around um doing things with our baby seeing people we haven't seen for the last year and a lot of the women I speak to are saying to me I feel like I should be doing a lot with my baby because I've missed out on that with the in the last year but actually you know that brings huge amounts of overwhelm and expectation so simplifying your diary but I'd say, you know, look at what's happening in your, in your life. What are the pain points in your life in terms of kind of how you're going about your day? Is it, for example, I don't know, it could be bedtime. If bedtime, the bedtime routine is a pinch point in your day where it's causing you stress, you overwhelm. Well, have a look. What are the options that are available to you? What could you do to simplify that, to take the overwhelm away? So actually you can enjoy it. You know, mm-hmm. I've talked to a lot of the mums in my community about what do you choose do you choose bedtime to be overwhelming or do we choose bedtime to be this time of peace and calm and you know choosing it to be a time that's 
it's a lovely time to connect with our baby because if we make it a, ch- a choice it flips the mindset around and it gives us a little bit more control over the situation but yeah overall I think it's just around kind of looking at your life as a whole and just looking to see what's happening in that anytime sorry at any point that's in that and just picking out the pinch points that aren't working for you and simplifying it down further yeah and I think that's a really good point isn't it because it's not just like trying to change everything and I think often when we're feeling overwhelmed we just want to change it all we want to make it all stop and you know make it all simple but actually it's going well you know some stuff is going to be working some stuff is going to be okay some stuff is unavoidable but you know if you can just identify those couple of little bits where maybe you could make the changes then you know you start there and add on to it I guess as and when you when you're ready totally I think you know I think as as mums and and as women we go about our day and we just kind of go into autopilot mode and you know I've done it myself I've had you know months and months where bedtime hasn't worked for me and it's been a real stress point within my day and actually by stopping and saying right what's not working here fixing it just you know the the transformation that alone you know for me it was huge because it just made bedtime so much more easy lighter I enjoyed it a lot more and then I could then relax for the rest of the evening so I think that's just my my top tip I suppose is just recognizing what's not working and and simplifying it down to make that change because it's it's really beneficial yeah okay so I just I want to move the conversation on and actually back to something I, I sort of mentioned at the start which is a little bit about identity and it's one of the things that I have found really hard over the years being a mom, trying to be a good mom and be there for everybody around you, but also balancing that out with your own identity as well, which I think can sometimes get a bit lost among all of those demands of motherhood and work and all of those other things we've got going on. So what can we be thinking about to make sure we do get the balance between, you know, those two things, the identity as a mum and your identity as yourself? Yeah, there's a few things I think, you know, I think Often what I see is that women get lost in the whole overwhelm of motherhood. They then return to work, exactly like you saying, there's that huge balance and that huge shift. And I think it's just kind of coming back to yourself. And I think it goes back to my point about simplifying, because if you can simplify, it allows space for other areas in your life. It allows space to enjoy your life. And I think that that's a really good place to start. And I think, you know, it's understanding our values. And quite often our values change when we become mums. You know, what was once important to you prior to having children, perhaps isn't so important now so it's just about recognizing that and you know giving yourself the space each day to ask yourself what is it that I need from today what is it that I choose to do today because that's something I think from what I see women don't do that and I think just we are in a society of modern motherhood where we expect women just to get on with it and this is just how it is and I and I think that it doesn't have to be like this and I think in terms of our identity, it's just understanding, you know, what is it that, that makes us truly happy? And if we can incorporate that into our day or into our routine, then that is a huge step towards keeping our identity as, as mums. You know, and this can, you know, and it changes throughout that, you know, our time as mums. It trans, you know, when you've got a brand new baby, it's very difficult to focus on your needs and your wants. But actually, as, as you know, it's, and I think at that point, it's just baby steps. It might just be 10 minutes having a bath by yourself. It might be just sleeping the baby with your partner and going for a walk. But as your children get older, it does allow for more room for you to just 
keep in touch with yourself and your needs and I just you know it's about keeping our relationship with ourselves. and because I think you know I'm a huge believer that if we have a good relationship with ourselves and a good understanding of what we need then we're much more able to give our children what they need our partner what he needs or she needs and you know and that goes on to saying you know the relationship with our partner you know quite often we that's something that does slip a little bit especially if we have a brand new baby but making sure we're taking regular time for each other because that was a huge part of your identity before became parents so I think it's just about to simplify it further I think it's just about asking yourself every day what is it that I need today what do I choose to do for myself today and that is a really you know if that's something you can incorporate every day then it, it gives you that sense of identity and it if you can allow yourself that time it just everything else expands from there yeah yeah I think it you know we do just sort of get into the to-do list like we wake up get into the to-do list and don't think about anything else do we it's kind of mindless in a way not in a horrible way but just as in we just don't think about it we just keep doing the same things over and over again every day without actually thinking about what we're doing and why we're doing it and you know it can be incredibly hard to do that because there's also that element of guilt that's involved I think you know we feel guilty for doing stuff for ourselves it's like it should all be for the children and for the family and that kind of thing but like you say I think that we you know we're doing ourselves and actually our families a disservice if we don't do a little bit of that for ourselves as well and I think that takes me on to kind of the the final thing that I wanted to talk about which was that self-care has to be part of the equation here as well but obviously it isn't something that always comes easily I mean in the early days you're lucky if you get a shower or more than a couple of hours of broken sleep and then later on we're often juggling demanding jobs and the kids and maybe other stuff that we want to do so what can mums do for themselves that maybe will feel achievable for them doesn't feel like it's going to take a huge amount of time and, and attention away from other things yeah you know going back to your point about it does transition as you move through motherhood as a new mom you put you far, have far less time and I think it's it's asking yourself that critical question every single day what is it that I need today and if you have the ability to do that then do that I'm not talking about it's going to have a spa day for the way <laughs> you've got a three-week-old but is it is it that I need to take a bubble bath and I know I'm talking about typical self-care stuff here but actually it's about the intention behind it it's around you know I just want to have 10 minutes of downtime where I don't have my phone and I don't have any noise and I think you know as as we kind of transition through our motherhood journey we have more time for ourselves inevitably but I think it's um asking yourself what do I need today and meeting that need is that's exactly what self-care is and you know going back to your point about about feeling guilty that you know there is a huge amount of guilt that goes with that and I think that that is what society has put on us I think I was reading a book the other day where it's it cut it told it it described the um expectations of mums through the years and if you go back to the 1940s it was a huge advocate for parenting and it was very much around if you've got a newborn baby you put them outside and you leave them for an hour in the sun and just (laughs) let them get on with it and you don't you don't kiss them and you don't cuddle them it's very much all about you whereas if you compare that to now it's it's all about conscious parenting and there's a huge pressure on us so actually if we don't take that time out for ourselves on a regular basis then it's really overwhelming so actually I think it's probably more than self-care I think it's a need that we have to, to give ourselves and I think that it's something a lot of us aren't doing and it's something before I started having mum coach I was certainly guilty of it myself and now I know the importance of it so that's why I'm a huge advocate of it brilliant 
Lovely. This has been amazing, Lindsay. I think some really important stuff in there. And I love that question. What do I need today? I really love that because it's such a, it's such a like simple little thing and it can be such a simple little five minute thing that you might need on any given day. And I think that that alone, if everyone takes that away for themselves and kind of says, right, what do I need today? That could be a really awesome thing for them to do. So thank you so much for joining me today and sharing all of your wisdom. But before we do say goodbye, do you want to tell us a little bit about where everyone can find out more about you and a little bit about your Happy Mom community as well? Yeah, absolutely. So you can find me at www.thehappymumcoach.com. I'm also on Instagram as The Happy Mum Coach. And in terms of my community, it's very much a community that's focused for new mums of babies under the age of 12 months. And it gives them everything they need in the first year of motherhood to have a really positive experience so that's community it's connection to other mums it's giving mums all the information that they need to support their journey in one place so they're not having to go and find it and it's just a lovely community you know the mums really lean on each other for support they ask questions we have regular coffee and catch-ups where it's just an opportunity for them to check in with themselves and it's just a really supportive lovely community amazing wonderful of course all of Lindsay's details are going to be shared in the show notes so we head there for links to all of her info I really hope you've picked up some useful tips there definitely what do I need today is going to be staying with me and hopefully it's given you a bit of food for thought as well on how you can create a happier balance in your life as a mum as always I would absolutely love to hear any of your feedback and thoughts on the bits we've discussed today or in fact on any of the podcast episodes so far I'd love to have you join me again next time but until then have a wonderful day Thank you so much for joining me today for the Busy Woman's Guide to Fitness and Wellness. Don't forget to come over and join me on my social media channels at Alex Chickfit for plenty more inspiration.